Welcome to the number 10 podcast where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Agan. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the biggest storylines in American soccer from the week before. To start off, we're going to talk about the U.S. Women's National Team players abroad. Last weekend, three U.S. Women's National Team players found themselves on the FAWSL score sheets from the weekend. Sam Ewis scored in Manchester City's 1-1 draw against Reading. Tobin Heath and Kristen Press both scored in Manchester United's 4-2 victory over West Ham United. As for Alex Morgan, she has yet to make her debut for Tottenham Hotspur after she announced on Twitter that she was set back by injury. In other U.S. Women's National Team news, Crystal Dunn is moving to the Portland Thorns. She's moving from the North Carolina Courage, a club she joined in 2018 and brought home two championships to. This was a three-way trade between the Courage, Thorns, and O.L. Reign. It also sent O.L. Reign goalkeeper Casey Murphy to North Carolina. In addition to that, the U.S. Women's National Team is having camp right now in Colorado that will finish up on October 28th. On the men's side, they announced their first friendly since the start of the pandemic. It will take place on November 12th, and they will face Wales and Swansea. Likely, it will feature a large number of U.S. men's national team players who are abroad because of the quarantine rules for players playing domestically, and the games take place between the MLS regular season and the start of the playoffs. The men's teams only played one friendly back in 2020, back at the beginning of February, where they won 1-0 against Costa Rica. And that camp was mainly for domestic players, so it didn't include a lot of Americans abroad. Those players, for those players, their last game was November 2019, where they beat Cuba 4-0. This could mark the international debut for Gio Reyna and a return to the national team for Tyler Adams, who was injured for most of 2019. As for the abroad men's national team players, five Americans appeared on Tuesday in the Champions League, a U.S. men's national team record. Christian Pulisic started in Chelsea's 1-1 draw against Sevilla. Serginho Dest played a full 90 in their 5-1 victory against Ferencveros. Ethan Horath made big saves in the waning moments of Club Bruges 2-1 victory over Zenit. Gio Reyna provided an assist to Erling Holland off the bench in their 3-1 loss to Lazio. And Tyler Adams subbed on in the 58th minute in Leipzig's 2-0 victory over Istanbul. Back in the MLS, they announced their 2020-22 under 22, which recognizes the best players under the age of 22. In the top 10 featured Daryl DK, Jean-Luca Busio, Ezekiel Barco, Cole Bassett, James Sands, Paxton Pomacal, Ao Akinola, Mark McKenzie, Brian Regas, and topping the standings was Phillies Brendan Aronson. Congratulations to all the players that made the 22 under 22. Orlando City and Columbus Crew FC clinched a playoff spot last weekend. That means four out of the ten spots in the East are taken, and potentially New England could clinch this weekend as well if a series of results could go their way. No one in the West has qualified, and with a 1-1 draw between Seattle and Portland, who topped the Western Conference on Thursday, they will have to wait a little longer for someone to clinch. In the Western Conference, the Rapids are coming back for the first time in a month. After an outbreak among the players in Colorado, the Rapids are finally able to return to play. Currently, they sit second to to last in West based on points, but they have six games in hand. Well, they're probably not going to be able to make all those games up. The MLS will probably have to go to a points-per-game model to determine the postseason. 
if based on points per game, they would be fourth in the West. And But based on the games they're going to make up, it's going to be challenging for them to keep their points per game up, having to play so many games in a tight window and not having played in a month. They play Sporting Kansas City on Saturday. Also, there's been a lot of drama surrounding the Supporters' Shield. So Supporters' Shield is an award that goes to the team that has the most points or the best record in the regular season. This foundation that awards the, the Shield announced last week and that they were not going to give it one out in 2020. But this led to outcry among supporters, fans, and coaches alike. So on Friday, the Supporters' Shield Foundation announced that they were going to go back on their decision. Currently, Toronto is leading the way to earn the Shield. In the USL Championship, there are four teams left. Louisville City will face off against the Tampa Bay Rowdies in the Eastern Conference, and Phoenix Rising will take on El Paso Locomotive. The winners of these matches will face off on November 1st to determine the USL Championship. As for this weekend, there are some there are a few games to watch. In the MLS, the Philadelphia Union take on Toronto FC, which will be a battle for the top of the East and maybe will even determine the Supporters' Shield. A battle for Florida take is going to happen between Inter-Miami and Orlando City. And on Sunday, there is another edition of El Trafico, LA Galaxy versus LAFC. Abroad, Christian Pulisic and Chelsea are taking on Manchester United, and Gio Reyna and Dortmund are going to face off against Schalke in the Revere Derby. That's all for now. Thank you for joining me on the Number 10 Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. Till next time.